and welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. My name is Victoria Rush. Here, I'll be talking to marketing leaders in the recruitment industry, discussing their careers in recruitment, passions for marketing, and the challenges and successes they have faced along the way. My aim for this podcast is to share the opinions and insights of a variety of experts from across the recruitment marketing landscape. I'll be discussing their experiences and learns while building recruitment brands around the world. Hi everyone yeah. and welcome back to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Rush, and today we're talking to Adam Chambers, founder of Aptly Chat. Uh, Aptly Chat is a Facebook sourcing uh, automated assessment and ATS integration technology for the recruitment industry. So Adam, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> we are coming from Florida and Mexico today, which is uh, which is a bit of a different one for me. Um, Adam, could mm. you start by telling everyone a bit about yourself, please? Yeah, okay. Hola. Hello everybody, my name is Adam Chambers. I'm living here in Mexico and I am helping recruiters source through Facebook. So I've been running AppliChat for about seven months now and we've been specializing in creating Facebook ads, which actually get the right people clicking on them, sourcing through Instagram as well. And whenever people click on the ads, they come into our chatbots and are pre-screened and sent to your ATS. So it's almost a full service solution that starts with social advertising through to qualified candidates into the ATS. Yeah, we so the tagline is from their newsfeed to your ATS. And we do sort of break it up. So if somebody is getting enough traffic from their own ads on Facebook, we just offer them a chatbot. And if they're not getting enough traffic or applications, then we can just run ads for them as well. So what made you start Aptly Chat? How did this whole concept and solution all come together? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, it started when I, so I'd left university and I wanted to work and travel like I'm doing now. And I took up a job teaching English online. And essentially that whole industry is based in China and it was growing extremely fast. So the largest company drew, grew from 500 to 60,000 teachers in about three years. So because they were growing so fast, they needed people like me who were based in the West who actually knew our own culture and our own social media and how to recruit people because obviously they don't have Facebook or Instagram in China. So I took on five contracts for companies in China and started recruiting teachers for them. And it sort of branched out from there where I realized the same system could be used in different verticals and different niches. And um, yeah, since then I've expanded into healthcare and construction as well. Wow, that's a hell of a journey. And how old were you when you started all this? So I was 21. Wow, okay. Yeah. So you've kind of, you just really took the recruitment industry and that whole concept of recruiting, whether it be um, agency or in-house or anything else, like you say, teachers, but you took that whole industry on, essentially, in terms of social media and sourcing without, at a really young age without even having done recruitment. And that probably made you yeah. better at it because you didn't have all the old uh, stigma about the old ways of doing recruitment. Yeah, well, it definitely, the, I think the, the biggest upside was I didn't have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I didn't know the procedures of recruitment or how the conventional wisdom was. And I came from a world where they, they were actually using influencers on Instagram to hire. So these Chinese companies, they give people like links to hire for them. And there's someone called Nancy, Nancy Taylor who has thousands of followers on Instagram and YouTube and she's made thousands from just getting people to apply to her company. So it's that kind of world which I came from which was completely messed up and new and applied that to the 
the recruitment in other um, industries. And it has been, it has worked well, but I suppose the downside is I need to sort of be more educated and bring in advisors on how to actually sell and all the boring business stuff. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, how did you, how do you explain to companies that come to you now the, the purpose and the ability that using social media has, that finding influencers has? Because recruitment is such an old school uh, industry. You know, where a lot of the time you see you, they, they don't use social platforms or, or, or not well, especially outside of LinkedIn. Um, they definitely aren't influencers in that typical sense. You know, you've got people who do shows, who run events, all that kind of stuff that will be seen as influencers, but you don't have those that are like Instagram influencers that necessarily apply to recruitment. How do you mm-hmm. go about explaining the benefits to clients, to agencies, to, to people that don't really get it yet? So in terms of Facebook ads, I always start from their problem. So you have to find out what their issue is and then talk in their language. So for example, if they're not getting enough applicants, I would say 10 times more people go on Facebook and Instagram every day than all the job boards combined. And then they're like, oh, aha, how do we find them? And then you can talk about the ads. So it always starts with what's your issue? Another example would be, oh, I'm getting so many applications, I can't handle them all. And then I would would say, oh, do you know on Facebook, you can actually put a chatbot in, which pre-screens those people and then sends you only the top 50%. So whenever I go to anyone, I always have to find out what their issue is and sort of convert my language into their language. And what do you find is the biggest problem agencies or, or companies come to you facing at the moment? So it it's the too many unqualified applications because right. I'm... I'm niching down into um, companies in the Philippines and companies in the USA who get a lot of high volume rules in. A problem with that is quality control. So they, for example, some are taking hundreds of applications every week and perhaps only 20% of them they actually want to talk to. So I mean, look at that problem. How can you solve that? So you just ask them a few more questions automatically before sending them to the recruiter. So everyone saves a bit of time. So And how yeah. do you build the the, the how do you explain the Facebook ad side of things. What is it that you're looking to cut out for people? What is it that it it does that the recruitment industry really hasn't got its head around yet? So Facebook ads really is a way to interact with passive candidates. So people who aren't currently looking for a job, which statistics say maybe like 70, 80% of people. And Facebook is really the biggest place to look for them in terms of advertising it's only second behind google which you would use for people who are actively searching keywords and when it comes to facebook you need to make an advertisement which is going to catch people's eye and draw them into your value proposition and a lot of recruiters kind of struggle with that because they're used to making job ads where people are ready to apply now so they have their cv ready and they want to take the next steps the biggest problem with facebook job ads is recruiters take that mindset and then put it into facebook ads manager and they don't consider that people aren't going to have their CV ready or they're not going to be prepared to apply immediately. So whenever they send them to their career site, which often isn't even optimized for mobile, even though 90% of Facebook ad traffic or, or more comes from mobiles, people aren't applying. And the people who do apply are frequently not good enough. So that's kind of the biggest message that I need to get across is if you're using Facebook ads, you don't go in for the kill so soon and what kind of things do you do you do to to change that process you know going and i i, I get it going straight to the website um <laughs> is what agencies and marketers office 
often want Mm -hmm. they want you to go straight to the website apply for the job it means your social um sourcing looks like it's going up because your application numbers are increasing but like you say on mobile most people don't have their cvs there unless they're really are tech savvy that only works in a certain field of of industries whereas to expect people to go on facebook click on a link and then apply for a job there and then isn't necessarily going to happen how else how how are you using the technology to improve that process yeah, so um, there's several ways to do it. If it's a hard-to-fill rule, so if it was like a, a tech rule or rhetoric, what we've done in the past is just get the qualifying information. So asking, are you doing this, this job at the moment? Do you have two years' experience? And then getting the phone number and then the, letting the recruiter actually come in and ring them and try and build a relationship over the phone. For another example, we did teachers, and that was more of a like a drip sequence where we would do a bit of back and forth every day on the first day we take a bit of information then we come back and say we'd like to know more and if they don't reply we'll send them just a bit of a push where it shows them the benefits of doing the job relevant to them so in that in that use case it was again it's reacting to the problem where people aren't applying immediately so how do we like get stay in contact with them and build a relationship so you're not asking so much from the people who click the ads you're giving them stuff before they apply you're creating a two-way relationship rather than just trying to take their cv from them you're trying to add value to them as well yeah so i mean i believe that's one of the principles of advertising i'm actually reading a book from 1926 it's called uh, scientific advertising and in that he said don't try and take whenever you advertise you have to give as well yeah you only you can only give and this applies to all forms of content be it advertising be it personal content if all you're doing is trying to take from candidates from the people in your network say you were post to linkedin for example if you only post job ads you're all you're doing is taking from people but if you're giving content you're giving information you're giving market knowledge whatever it may be that value exchange will make them loyal to your brand be it personal or or company because they feel like mm-hmm. you have something to offer them rather than just trying to take their CV. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I just, I'd say it's okay to ask people to apply in the job ad, in my opinion. But the giving side of it is, as you mentioned, a bit of knowledge or information relevant to them. So in a recent ad, it was a work from home job. So we, we give out the fact that the average UK commuter spends an hour each day going back and forth from work. So we say, that fact, what would you do with 30 more hours in your house if your family? So we've made it relevant to them and we've made them think a bit about it. And then they can come in and find out more information. So in that, we're not saying like we're hiring. We're saying, okay, have you thought about this before? And if you're interested in changing that, you can come in and talk to us a bit more in depth. Sure, you're kind of appealing to the person's, the need of what would happen if you had an extra 12, 15 days a year in free Mm. time, rather than just saying, here's a remote work from home job, or what happens if you have all that extra time? What could you do? What could you gain? You're appealing to the the person and their needs rather than just saying, do you need a new job? So what what would you gain Mm. from having a job like this? And, And recruitment doesn't always think like that often don't have time to think like that. I don't actually go to what will draw the end user in rather than Mm. saying uh, apply for my job. But I I do agree with you. Putting apply on a job post isn't a problem. I think the problem is the frequency of only posting jobs rather than the frequency of posting useful content and sharing useful content with people. What sort of content do you think would be useful? Good question. Um, From a recruiter or from a company, they they have so much market knowledge 
they have so much understanding of how the industry works, what people are looking for, the difficulties that people are having in the industry at that time, be it large redundancies or less temporary work, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people are taking counter offers. Those kind of problems are the, what the information that recruiters know best. Yeah. So communicate it. It's not sharing secrets because you're, you know, you give somebody information on what they could do. It doesn't mean they'll necessarily go and do it. What they do know is that you're the expert in it, that you'll be able to help them should they need it. That's my opinion. Oh, is give yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great idea. Like the reason I asked is because I'm sure you're aware, like the Facebook algorithm for organic content is quite low so it's less than three percent of your page viewers will see the stuff you put up so what we've been doing is using ads to get it in front of people but using the direction which you mentioned so we would say okay you calculate how much you could earn in this role or here's a free ebook on how to get into this this type of job so like that where it's kind of like a lead magnet where you're giving them something and then you're getting them into your funnel yeah, and it's, cre- it's, it's creating more leads into the top of the funnel, which we all know the more that comes to the top, the less you're going to lose through that journey. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's also sort of like filling the funnel a little bit because if you take in 100 people and you say apply now, perhaps maybe I don't know, 20 will apply and a few will be successful. By lengthening the funnel, and we use Facebook Messenger for this, the people who drop out in certain stages, we can still segment them and put them into boxes. So put the ones who drop out before applying into a kind of hot box where we will, <laughs> hot box, that's the wrong word, <laughs> where we, we sort of message them every few days. If they yeah. drop out higher up the funnel where they've, they've clicked the ad, but they don't want to tell us anything, then we put them into a longer sequence where we'll circle back in three months and say, yeah. this is what we've got on offer. So instead of losing the 90% who aren't going to apply, we've got everyone in this sort of universe of, emails nurturing nurturing talent in a pipeline until they're ready to apply rather than just losing them and starting again each time trying to get them to reapply that's the that's the term (laughs) i was looking for (laughs) as a universal constellations of um so why do you think um the recruitment industry has quite a low opinion on lead generation through social media what do you come up come Mm. across or what what kind of negative opinions do you come up against quite often so I, I'm an expert on Facebook and Instagram, so I'll just talk about that. The biggest one would be they're comparing it to the job boards, obviously. So if a job boards, I put up a job and I'll get active job seekers applying and I'm no one going to get applications and frequently I'm only going to pay per application. With Facebook, I'm having to say, okay, you need an ad budget and you also need to pay me and we're not sure it's going to work, so we need to do a little bit of research beforehand. So it's kind of a, it's education before the sale and i find that's the most difficult part where we need to actually look at their audience and their target candidates and we actually do like a research service for free where we we check out if their candidates are actually going to be targetable and then we come back to the recruiter so it's kind of like with social media you do have to take a bit of a leap of faith uh, but the results we've been getting are excellent once you started, it'll improve over time. A little bit like job boards. You invest in one and or, or, or five, and a few of them don't work. You get better over time, knowing mm-hmm. which areas they are. It's the same with advertising on social. You've got to start somewhere, and it may not work perfectly to start with, but the more you do it, mm-hmm. the better you'll get. Yeah, so Facebook, in a way, is hundreds of different job boards in one in the sense where yeah. you, you change the audience and you split test the audience. For example, we did a campaign yesterday where the first ad we put out, we sent it to five different audiences and in a couple of days we'll see which one gets 
the best type of results. So they're the yeah. cheapest and the best candidates. So a lot of people on Facebook, they make one ad job ad with one picture and one text and then it doesn't work and they give up. Really, you need at the outset, you need to do 10 ads and it's not that to feel you just copy and paste them, but people don't really recognize that. So you need a different set of audiences and some of them will apply and some of them won't apply depending on um, who you're targeting. If you were going to say to marketers in recruitment who are looking to try and start sourcing candidates for their business through Facebook and Instagram specifically, what would you say are the top tips for getting started other than obviously giving you a call? <laughs> okay. Anyone who gives me a call and say, okay, go on the Facebook ads blueprint. This is the up-to-date course on Facebook's own site where it shows you how to get started on making ads which convert on Facebook and Instagram. So go on that and create your Facebook ads manager account and go through the course and pay particular attention on three things. So on the copywriting, so what sort of text they recommend, the image or the image or video, so what sort of content they recommend for that, and then the audience, so how they suggest you go about creating an audience. Once you've done that, you can look at it a little bit more in the specifics of recruitment. Look at Mitch Sullivan's blog on how to write job ads. Think about what I mentioned earlier, where you want to talk about the person you're trying to talk to. Because on Facebook, people scroll, I think on average, like 90 feet a day on their phones. On Facebook, you need to put something on there that's going to make them stop. So that's going to have to be a good image, a text which speaks to them, and then a call to action, which, as I mentioned earlier, isn't going to make them run away scared because they have to make a CV (laughs) from scratch. And it's writing ads, you said, is really important there. It doesn't just apply to recruitment. You need to start with what applies to anyone who would interact with a post, not just saying, well, Mm. it has to be recruitment specific. It's actually wider principles of advertising apply to the recruitment industry rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. You need to look at what consumers engage with first rather than saying, well recruitment's the most important thing therefore it doesn't it doesn't matter if it works for fmcg it doesn't matter if it works for coca-cola what works for us is different and that's not true if it apply if it works for coca-cola if it works for the biggest brands in the world it will Mm. work in recruitment but we need to get over that first yes okay so i say a good job ad on facebook is a good ad on facebook because whenever you put a job ad on facebook and target men 30 to 50. Coca-Cola are going to be targeting them as well. And so are McDonald's. And every company who wants to sell to them. And in the Facebook algorithm, they promote the ads which get the most engagement under which are most relevant to the audience. So if you put up a boring ad which doesn't get many clicks, Coca-Cola's ad is going to be shown to the audience more because it makes more money for Facebook. And you're going to do less business from it and get less applications. You have to kind of think over, look at other ads on Facebook, ones which are getting a lot of engagement and try and copy that into your own copywriting. I love that. Awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you would say to people who want to get started? So to get started with Facebook job ads, yeah, shoot me a message and I'm happy to give some free advice. Um, (laughs) And yeah, just follow the process of learning how to do the ads on Facebook. I'm on my website, applechat.com, and you'll find some useful articles. And then go out and test. So don't just put one ad, one picture, and one text. Make nine different ones and then see which works best. See which one works best. Awesome. Thanks very much for your advice today, Adam. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on.